I was talking with uh, Peggy Alsdorf, who writes our GPS daily devotionals, about Peter's comment in his first letter that we, like sheep, were going astray. We were like sheep going astray, Peter says in 1 Peter 2.25. And she reflected that that probably doesn't mean much to people today because we don't have much experience with sheep. You know, unless you've uh, petted one at the, at the fair or seen one on TV, you probably don't have any connection at all to sheep. Why, we don't even count sheep anymore. We take Ambien if we need to get to sleep. So when the Bible talks about sheep, and Peter is talking about we were like sheep going astray, you may not be able to relate, but I can relate. My family raised sheep on our farm west of Northfield, and I can tell you that there is nothing cuter than a bottle-fed lamb that follows you around the pasture and jumps and plays with joy like no other. On the other hand, when God was handing out brains, sheep didn't get in line. <laughs> if there's a way to get themselves in trouble, sheep will find it. And sheep are also very frightened, easily frightened. One of the biggest worries that we had is, is that um, one of the neighbor's dogs would get into the pasture. And the dogs would, would cause the, the, the sheep to run. And the dogs thought it was great fun. It was just play for them, but sheep couldn't tell the difference between a dog and a wolf. And so they would run and run in sheer terror until some would even drop over dead from the stress. Sheep are easily frightened. Now our sheep were fenced in, so I can only imagine how much work it would have been to keep track of sheep like they did back in the Bible times. Once when I was visiting the Holy Land, a group of shepherds was trying to move some sheep across the road. And it was kind of like a class of preschoolers. Okay, everyone, stay together and cross when I say, no, Joey, you have to wait. All right, let's go. Anna, we're crossing. Parker, pay attention. There were sheep going this way and that way. But by following the shepherds, they managed to all get safely across the road. One of the most famous Bible passages compares God to those shepherds who are leading the flock to lush pastures and refreshing waters. You undoubtedly have heard the 23rd Psalm in the King James Version. But let me read to you that Psalm in the New Living Translation so your mind doesn't just go on autopilot when you hear it. You know, so many of the scriptures that we've, we've memorized, it's wonderful that we've memorized them. But then we kind of just take a check out when we hear somebody reading them. So I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. It'll be different, but perhaps by hearing it afresh, we can feel the power of the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. 
Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. What a beautiful picture of God's care for us. Guiding us along right paths. Protecting, comforting us even in the darkest valleys and the most difficult times. You know, the King James translation talks about the valley of the shadow of death. But in reality, it's any time, any dark time when we're afraid. Remember how he said how easily frightened sheep are? Imagine being a sheep in the Holy Land and you're being led through one of these narrow uh, canyons or ravines, wadis they call them, and the walls are, are rising up on either side of you, and so the valley floor is almost in perpetual shade, in perpetual darkness. And imagine going through that, you don't know what's around the next bend. And only the presence of the Good Shepherd keeps you from dropping dead from the stress of your fear. Now, God is the Good Shepherd. And God not only guides us through those difficult times, but, but God also blesses us with abundant times, like the psalm says, feasts and cups overflowing with blessings. God is like a good shepherd. But that means that we are like sheep. And that isn't exactly a compliment. Peter is referencing Isaiah chapter 53, which says, All we like sheep have gone astray we have all turned to our own way. In other words, we've all done our own thing. We've wandered away from the shepherd, from God. Do you remember Jesus telling the story about the lost sheep? It's in Matthew chapter 18. He says, what do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly, I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. Jesus, in his story, says that God's desire for the lost is so great that God will go to any lengths to save that foolish sheep that wanders off and gets in trouble your teenager who thinks they know everything and so they don't listen to you or God. Your uncle who thinks that, that friends are found in the bar but not in Jesus. Your neighbor who was hurt by somebody in the church so they rejected not only the church but rejected God too. So many lost and hurting people and God relentlessly pursues them to rescue them 